Come and be who you are and do what you do. Join with us, meet with us. Surround us, overwhelm us. Help us to give Jesus and Father the glory that they deserve. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you. I thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. the heavens and the earth 
we're going to do that uh, you are beautiful I don't think I don't know if you've got that in the computer or not Jesus you're beautiful maybe the title of it I know that your eyes are like flames of fire I know that your hair is white like wool I know that your voice is like many waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I know that your hair is white like wool. I know that your voice is like many waters. Jesus, you're there is none like you. Jesus, you're beautiful. That your eyes are like flames of fire. I know that your hair is white like wool. I know that your voice is like many waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I know that your hair is white like wool. 
I know that your voice is like many waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. There is none like you. Jesus, you're
I'm going to do this uh, last song. I wrote it several years ago, and I rarely sing it, just because it's a very intimate love song to the Lord. And a lot of people are kind of uncomfortable with that. But we don't have the words up on the screen. I just want you to worship Him. Worship Him for His goodness, for His glory, for His beauty. Worship Him as the bridegroom. Sing over me songs of love, songs of passion. You are my bridegroom, my beloved, my friend. Sing over me with a voice like the thunder. I'm your beloved whose love never ends. Oh, sing. sing over me my love my Lord sing over me come sing over me bridegroom time and eternity meet when we dance spinning around radiating your glory you're my beloved my heart's in your hands so dance dance with me my lord my love dance with me come dance with me
Something to share with us this morning? Get us started? No? Somebody has something to start with.
Just Psalm 84. What a beautiful home, God of the angel armies. I've always longed to live in a place like this, always dreamed of a room in your house where I could sing for joy to God alive. Birds find nooks and crannies in your house. Sparrows and swallows make nests there. They lay their eggs and raise their young, singing their songs in the place where we worship. God of the angel armies, King, God, how blessed are they to live and sing there. And how blessed are those in whom you live, whose lives become roads you travel. They wind through lonesome valleys, come upon brooks, discover cool springs and pools brimming with rain. God traveled these roads curved up the mountain, and at the last turn, Zion, God in full view. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears, I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with your gracious anointing. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with the God of all the angels' armies. Out of the message. I think just from earlier this morning and what was on Kay's heart and the psalm from earlier today is just worshiping, keeping our eyes fixed on him, staying in the eye of the storm no matter what swirls around us, falls apart or breaks down, that there's no place better than him. And that we're on pilgrimage, we're on this journey, and it might get foggy, it might feel like we're going away from the mountain, the high places, but he's leading us every step of the way. And it's not trusting what we see in front of us, but it's trusting what we know is true, and that he's the way, the truth, and the life. I, uh, I love this scripture. In the NIV, it says, as they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. Baca means tears. Baca, B-A-K-A, it means tears. So it says, as they pass through the valley of tears, they make it a place of springs. Um, the things that we go through and the tears that we shed are not 
wasted if, if, our, if we are people whose hearts are on pilgrimage, if we are people who have determined we're walking this path, we're going towards God, we're moving towards God. There are tears, but they turn into a resource for those that come behind us. And it says we go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. We don't all always feel strong, especially when we're going through the valley of Baca. But we are strong and we will get stronger. Our strength will stay with us until we stand before our God. Sometimes it's good to be reminded of that because, you know, you can feel pretty helpless at times. But our God is a mighty God. He is a powerful God. He is a beautiful God. And He is with us. He is sustaining us. He is strengthening us. I dare say that if we knew what we looked like in the Spirit, we would be astonished. If we could see ourselves the way the enemy sees us, we would just shake our head in amazement. Because God has placed treasure inside of us and strength and power inside of us. The enemy likes to make us forget that. He likes to make us forget who we are and whose we are. Our God is so good, so precious, so mighty, so worthy. Are you just adjusting? Are you just adjusting? You got something? Our God is so good, and I just I just stand in amazement all the time of how He confirms His word over and over and over in us. He's never lack of assuring us of His promises, Jack. As I woke up this morning, I, I just heard Him say that, "Son, it's not by might." And it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And he's just encouraging me and I think all of us to stay within him. Because of the things of this world, you know, I've, they do. 
Yes, it's awesome. But I've been in Psalms all week. And David, we think we go through things, and we do go through things, but I'm often reminded of Paul where he said, let us lay aside all these things that would so easily beset us. Just keep looking to the promises God has given us. Because he never withdrawed from them, and he won't. We know he don't. We know he don't. I talked to Christy earlier this week out there at the camp. I told her we was, we'd love to be coming out there and doing the, the hunter safety course this next month. She said, well, come on. <laughs> you know, it's yours. Come and do what you want to do. And that's God, Jack. It's been given. You know, people tell me, they say, well, you ain't got no paper saying that's yours. I don't need no paper saying that's mine. It's what God has said, not what man said. I've been told I can go out there and do anything we want to do. Ain't that what God said? <laughs> I'll give it to you. Look how good he is. We've got to quit looking at things through man's eyes and look at what God has promised, what he said. What the world says has no bearing on who we are or what we are. So I just love David's teaching and, and how he praises God through everything. And I think it's a lesson we all need to learn. Just praise him. Give thanks. I believe you can thank your way out of anything. I truly do. You just keep thanking God. He'll pull you through it. He's already did. He's already made the way. He's just wanting to see how determined we are to follow him. How trusting we are. If we're going to obey or not. He's a good, good father is all I can tell you. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Every day. thinking about um, the things that God has done in our lives and my life and since I've been born again and uh, the times in between I started to share this with somebody a couple of years back and I was telling them Know, this had happened to me and this had happened they'd asked they'd asked me you know what type of events have you seen and so I was sharing with them this had happened this had happened this had happened and they were like but they didn't understand the times in between when nothing's happening and you sit there and you're waiting and you're asking and you're questioning and you're wondering 
And I was re I was just considering that on the drive in this morning, and and uh, as I did, I saw God's eye, and I saw His eyelash flutter, and He said, "That's how long the times in between are." It's not even a blink to him. It's a fluttering of an eyelash. A twinkling of an eye. Just a, just a, a breeze over an eyelash. He said, I know all the things that I have for you. Everything. You just need to rest in it. And then he said something to me that I've been wrestling with all morning. So when I came in here and I'm hearing what you guys are saying and the words that were coming from the worship and because I don't believe it's a declaration it's just a statement and it's a statement for all of us it wasn't just for me it was very specifically not just for me and he said the time of waiting is over so I don't know what that means to you I don't know what it means to us corporately um but hear what God said. The time of waiting is over. And he would not let me not say that because I wasn't going to say it. And he said, no, you need to. I gave it to you to say. The time of waiting is over. Thank you. Well, I have a new favorite song, that's for sure. That was amazing. Yes, I'm hoping that stays with me all week. Well, I don't have a whole lot. I guess I can just share with what God's been doing and saying to me. Um, I appreciated it when everybody uh, gathered and prayed for this uh, stone in my throat. And uh, I, I thought it was gone. Um, apparently it had just pushed up further into my chin. And uh, the effects of it have come back now because it's dropped again. But, um, and I went back to the doctor and we scheduled a surgery so they're going to come in and take it out on Thursday. Uh, they're going to take the whole gland and, the, and that stone out. So I'll be off for a couple of weeks from work. So that's exciting. I'll be getting some rest. Um, yeah. Uh, I was upset when I realized that it wasn't gone. And I was just asking God and... Um, it was bugging me, and I knew I was going to have to just go back to the doctor and just just do it. And um, he said to me, I've been having some interesting times at work that have increased, and you don't need to hear all of that, but it's just, it is what it is. And what God said to me was, uh, Basically, I knew I was going to have to go to the surgery and that that it was his will for me to go in and do that. And he said, and that I was, I had saved up like two weeks worth of time off. And he said, um, when you come back, things will be better. Things will be different. 
And so there's been, it's been coming to a head at work. And I think I'm going to miss a lot of big fireworks. And, um, yes, I, uh, so I've, I, I know I heard the voice of God and it's nothing big and profound, but I'm walking out what he's told me to do and just what he's, what he said for me to do. And um, I don't remember what I was doing this week, but the other day I was just, I woke up and I was very aware that there was an angel in our living room. And I just heard God's voice. He was talking to me in my dream. And I can't remember, I was worried about something and the only words I remember was, I am. And it resounded in me. And I woke up and I I didn't see anything in the living room. I saw a form and just that chill that comes over you. And just, I know that he is walking with Sean and I. And I'm not really sure where we're going from here or what's happening. I just know that he's got us in his hand and... That time of waiting is just about over. It's over. And so we're just going to keep our ears open and stay stay in his presence. That's about, about it. Like that's not very much. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know who it's for, but I just had this scripture come to me about Paul writing to the Philippians in chapter 4, and verse 19 says, And my God shall supply all my needs, or all your needs, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I've heard that a lot of people use that scripture. But I've never heard it tied to the context that it's written here. In the context, he's talking about them giving his needs and how that in the beginning they had and then they didn't because of circumstances something had changed and but then they began to give to him again and this, that's what this, how this is written. He said, not that I seek the gift that you give, 
but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. It is, a, it is fruitful for you to give. He says, I seek that fruit. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. That's what God sees in your giving. He is well pleased when you do what He asks you to do or to do things right even. It's not, not even, shouldn't have to ask on some things. But it's well pleasing to God. And my God, shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All that we need, all that we want, all that God has promised is predicated on us doing things right. We can't just claim it and not do things right. We, we have to do it. But God will supply all your needs when you do the things right. Anyway, that's almost a downer after all the good stuff we've been listening to here. <laughs> but God God's going to oh, say it again. The word. Yeah. The time of waiting is over. When we hear that do we what do we do with it? You know, can we believe God for truthfulness in that? The time of waiting is over. I think we can. But, and, and that, I don't know why I'm on this because I know we're givers. I'm not, there's nobody that I'm after here. <laughs> we're givers. And, uh, I know that God sees it and there's ways that money comes back at us. It's really not, most of the time it's not in a paper dollar. It's in what God gives us. and Put a dollar value on being able to use that out there. Can't do it. You just can't do that. But God did make a way. Right? He does make a way. And uh, 
हम God's making a way, right? I've been uh, compelled. Is I don't the word maybe, but been compelled. Um, there's an unrighteousness has gone on in our brother's life. Mike, and I don't think I'm out of line. I asked him earlier, but I asked a lawyer in town that I know, I said, who's a good lawyer, Social Security lawyer? And he said, Stipes do it and Cable does it the road from Stipes. Me personally, unless God just said use Stipes, I wouldn't. <laughs> just because of the unrighteousness that has gone on there in that group. I don't know if this is good preaching or preaching at all, but <laughs> There's, I think, and this needs to be a witness to you, but I, I think that it's time to pursue the avenue of whatever's being opened up there in this. So I take that for what it's worth. But... Righteousness will prevail. So. Righteousness will prevail. Hello. Righteousness will prevail. Yes. I spent my whole life in construction. I've had all kinds of people that I know that have been injured in construction. I have, my dad's cousin came to work with me in one place and had his arm taken off in construction. So I understand what it is, and especially when you're a Christian, to want God's righteousness to reign over your life and over a situation like what you're in, Mike. I do, okay? But I want to say something to you, and this is in love and with great compassion for your situation. <clears throat> I heard that, I was I guess about four weeks ago, I had asked Jack what had happened, and he told me about the concrete, and, the, and, I, and I've witnessed that with other people I haven't had any experience with myself, thank God, but I've seen it in others. And so I was asking the Lord, And he said, I'm bringing Mike's heart to a place where he understands. And so what I want to say to you is hopefully going to bring some understanding. When Israel 
was removed from its nation and was gone until 1947 and then came back. It wasn't like one Monday morning everybody just woke up and the Lord said, go back to the promised land and they all showed up two weeks later, although there was a lot of that that happened. <laughs> what it was, was a stirring, a move, words, literally prophetic words were given. And then the political hearts, the political minds, the structures, the governments, all changed and righteousness was done even though they didn't know they were doing righteousness. So it wasn't wrong to seek restitution. There is something out there that because the enemy likes to take words, he'll use them in a plethora, which means in an abundance, right? In this, in this scattering of garbage. And he'll throw these words out there and they'll lose their value. And over the last five years, we've heard restitution, restitution, restitution. Well, one of the things that hasn't come to pass yet in the kingdom is the wealth of the wicked that have been stored up for the righteous being distributed. And I would say to you, okay, this is your time for restitution. Restitution is not a bad thing. It is a godly thing. The enemy has tried to usurp it, capture it, and take it. It is not a bad thing to legally go after somebody for a wrong they did to you. Your responsibility is just to keep your heart right with the Lord during the process. That doesn't mean you acquiesce. It does not mean you give in. And it does not mean that you give up. Okay? You hold on and you ask God continuously for righteous restitution. And then you, you take what he gives you. Okay? Righteous restitution. Anyway, I didn't know we was going to get political. But. Have you read your Facebook posts? Settle down. do believe you for righteousness to be released over this body for the healing to come about for the job situations to change for physical changes for kids to have a place Father, we thank you that you're giving, Lord, to us the power and the strength and the love that you have uh, showed forth this morning. Our new best song, huh? <laughs> Our new best song. 
So, Father, thank you. Just uh, we just ask, Lord, in your presence and in the goodness of the things that you have for us, and that we will see righteousness prevail in our hearts and lives and situations that we are in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it's important to know, Mike, that we're not telling you what to do. And that we are, I am, I'm believing God to, to intervene on your behalf. But it's all predicated on what you do and want to do. And not what somebody tells you. So... Uh, you understand? Not telling you what to do at all. If you come to me and ask me what I think, I would tell you. But this is, we all walk our path. Amen? Amen. Anything? Praise the Lord. Okay. Vision is yet for a point in time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Through it train, wait for it, because it will shortly come. It will not tray. Behold, is so... Which is lifted up and not up upright in him, but the just shall love by faith. Well, I believe this morning I heard a lot about singing. <laughs> Everywhere I've been this morning. And this week <laughs> it's a funny thing because I just sing in my house. <laughs> There are several mornings I just, and uh, yesterday I, 
devil, he tried to come in my house and do something bad to me and my wife. We had words and uh, the Lord told me to tell her that God can, through prayer, He can heal anything. And <laughs> I ain't picking on her, but she, her eyes got big and she looked at me like she couldn't believe I said that. <laughs> she said, you think He really can, do you? I said, well, you just pray to Him and find out. That's all I could say. And I just... Let it be, but I hope she does. And I pray over my home. Amen. Father, thank you for our brother. And I thank you, Lord, that he can sing over you that you sing over him thank you Lord that uh, if someone had said the other day did you hear Mike singing he can sing really good so a little bit of Lord just a little bit of the spirit of God upon you you can sing good can't you Father, we just again, we thank you for all that you're doing and believe you, Lord, that you're healing households, that you're, you're healing job situations, you're healing uh, possessions. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I think we can confidently make our declaration this morning. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as He blesses us, His way becomes known on the earth and His salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing You for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth. Prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold. Expenses decreased, blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you for more than enough. 
So we give unto your kingdom. Hold labor with heaven. See Jesus get his full reward. Amen.